You're listening to the Faith Matters Podcast with Steve McKinley. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. You fool is the topic today. You know, I remember a popular TV personality who was known for this one line, I pity the fool. And uh, that, of course, was Mr. T. And if you're under 20 or maybe 30, you might not have any idea what I'm talking about. But Mr. T trademarked that line in, in interviews that he did. He, he referenced the Bible. He said he got it out of the Bible. He said there were many people in the Bible that were to be pitied, and also the Bible spoke a lot about the fool, and he put those two ideas together, I pity the fool. And well, Mr. T, I too pity the fool. And in the Bible, a fool is one who lacks the wisdom that comes from the knowledge of God. And so the, the fool is kind of puffed up in his own pride, and he relishes his own uh, wisdom and cares nothing for the wisdom of God, and so he actually ends up acting contrary to God's will. And so the fool in Scripture is more than just the bumbling idiot. The fool is one who ultimately rejects God and is evil at heart. And in Luke chapter 12, Jesus identified for us a particular fool in his parable of the rich man, and that's what I want to share with you today. And this is in Luke chapter 12, verses 16 through 21. And he, Jesus, spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool! This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. So here's a rich man. Uh, He's a farmer, and he has a dilemma, a little bit of a problem on his hands. He has too much harvest from his fields, doesn't know what to do with it. And so he comes up with a plan He's going to tear down his old barns and build bigger barns. And now that he has all of this wealth stored up, uh, grains or whatever it is he was harvesting, um, he can lay back and take his ease. And, And in Jesus' parable here, God the Father calls him a fool. Why was this man a fool? Was it because, uh, because he was wealthy I would argue no. Um, Being wealthy and having great wealth is not inherently evil. It's not inherently bad. And God may bless a person with great wealth and a person who gets rich. Um, It may be through his hard efforts. It may be just um, a blessing that God would bestow upon him outside of his own efforts. But whatever it is, a righteous man would Praise God and say, Lord God, how do you want me to use this wealth that you blessed me with? But here, this this rich man, he's wealthy, and wealth is not inherently bad. Is he a fool because he retired and is taking his ease? Well, not necessarily. There does come a time in a man's life 
when he has to cease from his labors and hand it off to a younger generation who's able to carry on. And so a man in his old age at some point has to cease from his labors. Had this man reached that point in his life? Maybe not, but it's hard to say. So why was he a fool? God called him a fool, first of all, because he's covetous. This is a covetous man, and he's thinking of his own comfort, and he's thinking of himself. And of course, there's no mention here of this man's family. And we don't know if he had a family to look after or care for. We don't know anything about his neighbors. We're not told about anyone else, just this man. And he's living off the fruit of the land. And he lays back and he intends to spend it on himself. So he's very self-centered. And we'll take note here that the word I appears many times in Jesus' parable. Um, what shall I do? I have no room. Um, this will I do. I will pull down my barn. There I will bestow my fruits. And I will say to my soul, I, 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 I. This man is self-centered and he's covetous. And he thinks that his wealth is, or he thinks that his success is measured in terms of the abundance of his possessions. And so since he has multiple possessions, many, many possessions, and an overabundance of wealth, he thinks of himself as successful. And although he possesses more than enough, he's thinking only of himself, as I mentioned. And he is planning here a hedonistic lifestyle. Um, the hedonistic lifestyle is the one that pursues uh, self-gratification and happiness. That's a man's highest end, is just to be happy in life. And this man is, is pursuing hedonism. He said, soul, he, he says, I will say to my soul, soul, you have much good laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. So you see, he has nothing purposeful planned for his life. He's going to eat, drink, and be married, marry, and live the hedonistic lifestyle. And also, he hoards instead of being concerned about his neighbors or concerned about God. So he gives no thought to God. He gives no thought to anyone around him. He's thinking only of himself. And what is the result of this foolish kind of thinking? We really understand what a fool this man is when we look at the results of this man's thinking and his actions. And one of the first result is he lost all that he had ever worked for. Think about it. This, this man worked his whole life to store up for himself a treasure here on earth and to lay back and live, uh, just live in comfort and happiness and not really ever have to exert himself much for the rest of his life and not care about anything else except his own happiness. But in the end, he quickly lost everything that he had ever worked for because God said, tonight is the night when your soul will be required of you. And he left, and of course, he didn't take his wealth with him. He left it all behind. And so in the end, for him, it, it was nothing. He ended up with nothing. And so he failed to gather up wealth, 
even for himself. Think about it. He worked so hard his whole life and in the end failed even to accumulate wealth for himself because he lost it in the end. And so the man owned nothing. He didn't even own his his own life. Even his life was on loan. And that could be recalled at any time. And here comes God knocking on the door that night and says, Tonight your soul is required of you. You don't own your soul. God owns it. And when he says it's time, it's time. And so he spent his whole life to save up earthly treasure only to lose it. What a fool. I mean, what an utter fool. It's the height of foolery. Yes, he is a fool to spend your whole life working and laboring for something only to lose it in the end. And so he didn't, he kind of missed what the more important thing was. And so uh, the conclusion is kind of given in verse 21 here. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. You see, Jesus said the, the important thing in life is to lay up treasure in heaven. It's to be rich toward the things of God. That's what's going to last. And the person who, is, who has their whole life wrapped up here on this world, all of their concerns are for this present life. They have, uh, they're blind uh, to their own foolish wisdom, and they're blind to the things of God, and God says, you fool. And so what is invested with God is permanent. We've heard the phrase, um, the little line, to be or not to be. Uh, Here it's to have or to live. That's the choice. Here on this earth, while you have life here on earth, you can make a choice And it's to have or to live. It's to labor your whole life for the things in this world, or it's to live and store up treasures uh, in the life to come. And so there does come a point in every man's life when God says, tonight, or maybe it's tomorrow morning, or today, your soul is required of you. And will you be found a fool, or will you be proven wise? Let me read the conclusion one more time. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself, and is not rich toward God. And how many people in this life, right now, even today, are taking pride in the large house that they own, or the nice car that they drive, or the toys that they have? Um, or the holiday that they go on, all the money that they spend lavishly on their uh, clothing and and all this stuff. Um, For every one of those people, the time will come when God says, tonight your soul is required of you. And maybe that's you. And will you be found a fool? If God were to make a comment about your life, would he say, what a fool? Or would he say, wise, a wise and faithful steward? Are you rich toward yourself or toward God? If you want to be rich toward God, 
I suggest that you start with his word. This book is filled with wisdom for your life, and you can spend your days working to store up treasure on earth, which is going to pass away, or you could spend your time uh, reading God's word and searching the scripture and starting to care about the things of God and pursue the things of God in your life and not be found a fool in God's eyes, but to be a righteous man with the wisdom of God. Wouldn't you rather have that than to lose everything? Oh